Welcome to the first episode of 2020. Y'all, I am so excited to be back recording. Thank you so much for rocking with me in 2019 and 2018. I appreciate it. It has been two amazing years. I have connected with a lot of you online and offline, and I'm just really grateful to be in this space. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about pressing reset. Most of us look forward to the start of a new year. You know, January has came and went and now we're in February. Some of us have set these resolutions, new year, new me, while others just want to improve and be better. I mean, why would you want to become a completely new person anyways? Each of us were created as a unique person, so I don't think you should want to change that. Think about your January. How did it go? Have you actually started working on those resolutions? Or maybe you didn't set resolutions. Maybe you actually set some goals for yourself. How did it go? I am here to encourage you that it's never too late to press reset. And so we are deeming February as reset month okay if you haven't already today is a great day to reflect on the past consider becoming your best in the future and actually work towards it you may be feeling like you have more bills than money you don't have enough time or energy or maybe you don't have any or enough support with your kids maybe you're even thinking i'm too old to change listen I have news for you. The truth is that none of those things matter. If you are willing to put in some work, you can become your best self. Bad habits can be changed to good ones. Your body can change. The options are limitless. One thing for sure though, you have to stop waiting around for your circumstances to change. Decide you want to become better and take action. So with that being said, I want to share 10 tips for becoming a better person. Number one, change your mindset. I feel like we talk about this all the time, but mamas, it literally starts in your mind. You have the ability to change the way you think. Did you know that your brain is constantly adapting and rewiring itself Your thoughts and behaviors influence this process. Just as weightlifting and physical exercise build your muscles, when you're learning, the nerve cells in your brain are growing with mental exercise and there are things called neurons that help you develop greater connectivity. And there's actually a science to this. The growth and rewiring of our brain cells is called neuroplasticity. And so if you get a chance to Google that, y'all, it is mind-blowing. Once you become an adult, you think that your brain is not developing anymore, but I have news for you, okay? <laughs> As we learn, our brain literally remodels itself based on our new experiences. I believe when you know this, you understand that you are the architect of your brain. When you change your beliefs, you learn something new, or you become mindful of your habitual reactions to unpleasant emotions, you actually alter the neurochemistry and the structure of your brain. Number two, make a decision regarding the person you want to become. This is the foundation. You do not have to stay the same. 
Your current circumstances are not forever. And I talk about this often too. Your situation is not permanent, okay? It's temporary. And I often talk about this one job I had whenever I would tell myself every day that I went in there, this is temporary, this is temporary, until I got another offer or until I found something else. But I actually had to put in work so that I could leave that job and I could actually change my current situation. This goes back to changing your mindset, believing that you actually have the power to change your environment, job, friends, literally anything that is not serving a purpose in your life. And if you don't know what brings you joy, I encourage you to do some self-exploration. Ask yourself some hard questions. You may be asking yourself, what is self-exploration? And it's basically taking a look at your own thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and motivation, and asking why. It's looking for the roots of who we are. I feel like many of us go through life rushing right we're constantly on the go Uh, we don't take time for ourselves so we never truly dig deeply into our thoughts feelings desires and dreams so how can we enter this journey of self-exploration when we can barely find time to take care of ourselves you know we're so focused on our kids but I want to let you know that having a deeper understanding of ourselves has so many benefits. It helps people understand and accept who they are and what they do, um, which will ultimately improve self-esteem, communication, and relationships. And the journey really begins with, like I said, asking yourself why. I like to (laughs) sit with myself sometimes in the car whenever I leave work and I'm headed to pick up my daughter or... Sometimes if I get off early, I will go home and just sit for 30 minutes or so before I go pick her up because I live that close. I know a lot of you don't have that luxury, but I encourage you to, you know, take 10 minutes. I know all of you have 10 minutes. I feel like all of you have 30 minutes. And if you've been listening to me long enough, you know how I preach about putting yourself at the top of your to-do list. Take some time to journal. I know that it really helps whenever you're doing reflection because you can go back and look at certain dates and see where you were, where your mind was. And that really helps. Also, for some of you, you may have some past trauma and this can actually hinder you from this whole journey of self-exploration. And so you might actually need to see a therapist to help you talk through your past experiences and why you do what you do. And if therapy is not your thing, you know, consider talking to wise counsel or somebody that you truly trust and that you know has your best interest at heart. Number three, take care of your health mentally physically and spiritually. I know losing weight is the one thing that people like to work on in January. They're like (laughs) eating crazily during Thanksgiving and Christmas and then they're like, okay, gonna press reset January 1st. 
Now, losing weight is an attainable goal, but you have to believe you can actually do it. So it's sometimes it's easy going to the gym, but the real work starts in your mind. Knowing that you have to eat different. Nutrition is a major key in losing weight. Properly caring for your body will give you the energy that many of you wish you had. And like I was saying earlier, I know you have 10 minutes in your day. You may even have 30 minutes. And if you don't, I feel like you could carve that out somehow. You may be one that doesn't wake up before the kids. So I would encourage you to try waking up 15 minutes earlier to just have a moment for yourself. Or try waking up and then increase that by 10 minutes, 15 minutes, until maybe you have an hour. It really does wonders at the start of the day. Now, if you don't have that, then maybe you're the type that you like to scroll on social media or watch your favorite show after the kids are asleep. Or maybe they're still up. Take 30 of those minutes because you're probably taking an hour or two hours Take 30 of those minutes and do something, okay? Plan to become active at least 30 minutes every day. Maybe you you feel like you don't have time at home. So many of us work corporate jobs. Many companies have breaks for people who work eight hours or more. And so you normally get a 10-minute or a 15-minute break in the morning and then a 10 or 15-minute break in the afternoon. And so... You can use those break periods to actually get up and move. Encourage yourself to become active. It doesn't have to be that you're running a mile starting off, right? But you're actually getting up and walking. Instead of taking the elevator, you're taking the stairs. Small steps. And once you become consistent with being active every day, you can actually start to do other exercises such as jogging, using machines at the gym, or even using a YouTube video at home. And that probably works for a lot of you because maybe you don't have a gym membership or maybe you don't want to go outside to the park or jog around the neighborhood or your apartment complex, but you can actually move your coffee table or whatever you may have in your living room out of the way and stand in front of the TV and do a YouTube video exercise. You can even use your laptop or your computer, your phone for this. So there are no excuses. And if you are unhappy with your body, Practice loving on it just a little bit more this year. When you get up in the morning and you take your clothes off, look at yourself and tell yourself you love you. I love me, okay? And so I want to encourage you to ask yourself these questions. How can you improve your character? How can you give more? I mean, it doesn't have to be money, but give more of your time and service. How can you be more understanding? And if you need help, ask for it. I know... It's one of the things that we struggle with and I still struggle with today, but I'm actually doing it so I know I can only get better over time. But, you know, if you need help with the kids, ask. Ask somebody to help you. Don't be afraid. Start to talk to your coworkers. Start to talk to the moms at your children's daycare or extracurricular activities. It literally takes a village, y'all. And majority of us are doing jobs that are meant for two people. I just want to say that not getting enough sleep, getting panic attacks, 
and feeling hopeless is not normal, okay? So I want you to sit with your thoughts more. That's why I talk about making that time for you every single day. You can write out those thoughts. You can cry them out. Whatever you have to do to express yourself, talk them out with a friend, like I said, or a trusted individual, a therapist. You need that, okay? And when it comes down to the spiritual part of your health, this is going to depend on your individual journey. So for me, it's how can I grow my faith? How can I read the Bible more so that I can learn versus trying to quickly read a devotion in a scripture, you know, because I'm not really studying the word and learning when I do that. Now, granted, I may learn a few things here and there, but I'm not really studying it, if that makes sense. So whatever your journey looks like, I just always encourage people to have a higher power than themselves. And that helps a lot with feeling hopeless and giving up because you know that your help or your source of strength comes from somewhere else. It doesn't necessarily always lie within you. Sometimes you need strength from another source and you go to that source wherever your spirituality is grounded in, um, you know you can go there for strength. Number four, do better with your money this year. Make this one the year that you actually develop and stick to a budget. A couple of episodes back, I spoke with Diana of Money Boss Mama, and she talked about her journey to debt freedom. She also has tons of resources out there on her website for you guys to get started with your budget. You can also Google budgeting methods. There are tons and so you just figure out which one will work best for you and like I mentioned earlier if you got more bills than money it's okay you're gonna figure it out you start working on it now and eventually you will have more money than you have bills but you have to believe that it can happen you have to stop saying that I'm broke and I'll always be broke. Change your mindset back to number one. Like it is so important. I know that money is one of the number one issues for single moms, but you have to change your attitude about money. And maybe you should actually explore your feelings and thoughts about money. Why do you feel that way? Why do you feel like you're broke? What are you actually spending your money on? Are you getting your nails and hair done constantly? Are you buying your kids name brand shoes that they don't necessarily need? You know, so these are questions that you have to ask yourself. Number five, hold yourself accountable more. I want you to stop worrying about everyone else. And I love my leak. And she said that One piece of advice she gave to, I believe it was one of her mentees, was to stop comparing herself to people on social media. And if she felt like she wasn't where she wanted to be, then just get off. It's okay. Those people will still be there when you get back. So if you cannot focus on your goals because you're looking at other people, you may need to unfollow them, mute them, or take a break from social media. It's okay. But one thing I want you to understand is that you absolutely cannot grow by staying still and looking at other people. And at the end of the day, you are responsible for you. So there's no blaming anyone else for your situation. Your kid's dad, your mom, your dad. At the end of the day, we're all grown now. And so we're accountable for ourselves. We're we're not blaming people in 2020, okay? 
Number six, change your job if you are not happy. A lot of times people say that they are unhappy with their jobs, but they continue to sit there. They don't talk to their managers. They don't actually look for another opportunity. They don't stay ready. Having their resume updated And so I try to understand what is the purpose of talking about this job that you're not happy with if you're not going to do anything about it. You spend a lot of time at work. If you work a corporate job, uh, most of us spend more time there than we actually do at home with our kids during the week. And so my thing is, if it does not serve a purpose and or it stresses you out, then why not change that job? And I know it's easier said than done, but you have to put in the work. You have to do your research. You have to talk to people about the fact that you are looking for another job. I want to say most of the jobs that I have gotten over the past few years have been because somebody has told me about them because I told them I was looking for another job. You know, like I'm okay with my current job, but I want more. I want better. And so they understand that. And when they see that you are about your business and you're serious, they will look out for you. So I just encourage you to be open with that. Think about your skills. Those are transferable. So you may even be interested in changing career paths. And that's possible. People do it all the time. You are not meant to be trapped in a place where you're unhappy. Do some research and find something that feeds your soul. Number seven. And this one is probably going to be a bit challenging for a lot of you, but take time out to make friends. This can be single moms, married moms, and single women. And each one has a purpose. You know, for single moms, we want people who are on the same journey as us or similar journeys because they can relate. Married moms, too, can relate to certain aspects of our lives, such as raising children right? They don't have the dynamic of living alone and doing everything by themselves, but they still can relate to some aspect. So I don't want you to write them off, right? And I have some that actually listen to the podcast and I'm very grateful for you guys. And I also don't want to leave out the single women who don't have any kids. Like most of my friends are single women, And they have played major roles in my life. You know, being one of the only ones to have a child (laughs) has its challenges, but they're always there to help me out. Um, They often will babysit for me, especially the ones I have met here in Houston. And I always like to talk about one of my best friends, Mel. She actually, she stood in the gap, y'all, whenever I had my daughter and I didn't have family near me um, whenever I was in college. And so if I had written her off because she was not a mom, I wouldn't have never had the help that I got from her. And she continues to help out over the years, even though she doesn't live here. So again, I just encourage you to be open to um, meeting not only single moms, but married moms, especially if your goal is to be married one day. You know, they can offer advice. They can tell you, you know, things that they're going through so that you may not have to go through them lessons they've learned. There are just so many benefits to um, the different types of people and having them in your life. You want people around you that are going to challenge you, bring you joy, but also people that you can bring joy to as well. 
begin to evaluate your circle. I talk about this often. So if you've done this, perfect. But if you haven't, think about that. Eliminate those people who bring negativity into your life. And maybe you don't want to eliminate them altogether, but you want to slowly back off, right? Because what happens is when you are around negativity, you begin to come negative yourself. So you have to protect your peace and your energy. If you want to be disciplined, you got to hang around those people that are disciplined. Start to be intentional about this thing. It's better to be alone than in the company of toxic people. Number eight, never stop learning. I encourage you to go and learn something new this year. Go after that thing that makes you happy and brings you joy. And like I said earlier, if you haven't figured that thing out, then after your journey of self-exploration, you should know what actually brings you joy. And again, go after that. I want to say that you should always remain teachable and you'll be able to grow and become better. Nobody wants to talk to you if you're a know-it-all, right? And when people think you know everything, they don't want to tell you anything. Or if you act like you know everything, they don't want to take the time and teach you. But if you act like you're interested to learn, let them know that you are there to learn. You want to learn. You want them to teach you. You can learn so much. Read more books. I know this is challenging for some. And if you don't like reading books, listen to a podcast. Listen to a YouTube video while you're driving um, during your commute. There are different ways that you can consume information now. Like I said, you know, there's books, whether physical or audio. There's podcasts. There's YouTube, Periscope. There are tons of ways you can consume information to help you learn. I am committed to being a lifelong student, and I hope you will do the same. Number nine, be consistent. And this is something, again, I know many of you struggle with. But, you know, maybe you pick one thing that you will be consistent with. And for me, I have picked in January going to the gym or being active five days a week, right? So I've been getting my 10,000 steps every day. I've been going to the gym Or if I don't go to the gym, I will get a walk-in. But I am literally doing something to be active every day with maybe one or two rest days. And you may be wondering, what is consistency? And it's always behaving or performing in a similar way. So once you have a plan, you have to put action behind it and keep it up. It has been said that consistency is a key to success. So this comes down to your daily routine. If you're not operating on a schedule, maybe that's something you can try out to see if it helps you to become consistent. You can actually make a to-do list. You got to push yourself and you got to tell yourself regardless of what your brain may be thinking you have to redirect those thoughts and I've talked about that before um, and how you can rewire your brain so although you know you may have a thought a negative thought you can actually speak positively and redirect that number 10 last and final tip celebrate your wins I know I know I know this can be difficult for a single moms but sharing the smaller things gives you the momentum to keep going after the larger things. It's also about 
practicing gratitude. I want you to stop focusing on the things that you have not accomplished and comparing yourself to others, which I've mentioned earlier, but actually start to look at what did you accomplish in January or last year that maybe you didn't celebrate. So maybe you got another job offer or maybe you were more present at home versus being at home but not actually being present, right? And so those small wins lead to bigger wins. I don't think that we celebrate our wins enough. And this doesn't have to be, you know, a huge celebration, but you can get excited about accomplishing that thing. Communicate, like tell people about it. Reward yourself. And that reward may be a glass of wine, you know, or if you're on this fitness journey and you're trying to eat healthy, it may be a chocolate candy bar, you know, just something small to celebrate yourself. A lot of the times when you don't accomplish something, you have these feelings of failure and loss. And while I do understand that you are human, you should not feel like you failed. You know, you just need a little bit more time or maybe um, you're you're going to accomplish that thing later or the timing is not right, right? So maybe a no or a failure just means not right now. And you always learn lessons from what you believe is failure. When you learn to celebrate the small wins, you actually begin to reach the big wins and you appreciate them more. So those are the 10 tips that I had for becoming a better person. Let's do a quick recap. Number one, change your mindset. Number two, make a decision regarding the person you want to become. Number three, take care of your health. Number four, do better with your money. Number five, hold yourself accountable more. Number six, change your job if you are not happy. Number seven, make friends. Number eight, never stop learning. Number nine, be consistent. Number 10, celebrate your wins. I hope that you were able to gain something from at least one of these tips, something you may have needed to be reminded about or something that you actually did not know. Let me know what you thought about these tips and if they actually helped you. You can connect with me over on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood. Like the page on Facebook, Single Black Motherhood. Check out the website, singleblackmotherhood.com. And if you thought this episode was helpful, you can leave a review over on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud if you're listening there or simply shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love getting feedback from you guys. So whether it was helpful, not helpful, let me know. All right, until next time, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. Talk to you guys later.